0: You're driving me to drink yes. with this segment. New
1: for 96. With your hosts, Kevin Macaulay and Chris Wynn. Do you is like this? your artisan ice by the way? Actually, yours is already yeah, pretty much gone. I loved it. Yeah, it was I, delicious. I had forgotten to make ice. I usually make like, you know, the giant cubes of ice for the whiskey and I forgot to do that because we drank yesterday and used up all the make, ice. Make a sound. Yeah, listen to the quality of the clinking, and the clanking at that. Okay. So, this is like perfectly clear ice. I bought ice. I mm-hmm. it felt a little bit dumb because it was like eight dollars for six cubes. <laughs> you came in with a box of ice. You said,
0: "I got to put this in the freezer right away."
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's. I. It was the the directions like are on the label. Like a box of ice. Yeah. They're carefully. They're carefully packaged, each triple with its boxed. own. Triple boxed. Triple <laughs> boxed. Yeah. And anyways, we ran into each other at the alcohol store. Yeah. Because it's I a new, text- It's
0: literally a new for 96 miracle because of a miscommunication or me misinterpreting. We may never know. It was one of the two. Yeah. But we both went to specs. We both bought
1: scotch. So. It was a very like sitcom situation because I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to hurry because I know that you're headed to the house. And I pull into the parking lot, and lo and behold, there is like a silver is Sport Cross. Of course, that could be one of many hundreds of thousands that are in the city. Yes. But the ocelot. Yes. License plate really gave it away that it was your car, mm-hmm. and so once again, yeah. we meet each other. And I
0: came and, and I came out of the store into the parking lot and saw an E63 wagon. One of several hundred thousand one of in the several city. Several hundred
1: thousand in the city with uh, Montrose colorado sticker on the window yes and we met like i mean this sounds problematic but we met at a bar yeah we met at an industry event yes for it was like a design industry event and like instead of talking about like design or the Mm -hmm. industry we just talked about cars like the entire night like I
0: i literally went there to like i mean i don't know like meet contacts i actually did get I actually did meet someone, like, a, a, I actually did get work from going to one of those. Oh, really? Yeah, which is weird because you'd think, like, if it's only designers and art directors, like, meeting each other, like, how like how has this helped you? But I guess there was, like, this company, It was and they they had some people come, like, literally looking for designers yeah. there, and they went. And so it worked. I mean, I did, like, did stuff for them for, like, a year.
1: That was the first time, I think that was the first time I'd ever gone to that event, and I was so hesitant because, like, as soon as I walked in... There were little sticky pads, mm. the hello, my name is sticky yeah. pads, not in an ironic way. And right. so I nearly turned around and oh. our friendship almost never existed as a result of that. So look where we are now. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we probably would have run into to each other at a bar or something probably. like that. So <laughs> We've got a lot of topics tonight. we got some topics. Yeah. we got a few topics. For the last several... Is, wait, yes. Topics on what? Cars? In, no, in, like, what is this that we're doing? Oh, we gotta go there. <laughs> well, I guess you're listening to another, another episode, episode of, of New for 4. 96. 96. I'm going to auto-tune that to be in unison. Please in do. In post. All yes. right. Okay, let's get right to it. All right. That was quite the slap. I was trying to make, I was trying to. I've asked you not to touch my table. <laughs> I was hoping that with people. With your greasy palms. I was hoping they would hear the ice. Yeah, When I when I rapped on the table, you can toss the glass on the ground. They'll hear that, (laughs) like you did last night. Anyways, Uh, in one of our many heated arguments uh, about well cars, of course. So I have been looking for a car. This is incidental. There is not like an actual time frame like a cycle in which I buy cars. It's not intentional. Like Mm -hmm. it's not once a year. That is not my intention. Okay, let's, we don't, we don't really
0: care, but let's get to like, so what's the impetus to either replace
1: the Mercedes? Like, do you want to talk about your... My 2013 E63 AMG wagon. I love it. It's a nice, like it is a good solution for all. I wanted something that was fast that felt a little bit special. Yes. And was practical, even though I don't really need the practicality. It's nice to have it. Yeah. Uh,
0: and you said you wanted something with really stiff suspension and a
1: recalcitrant transmission. Yes. And okay. I got it. And you it. found it. And I found it. Yeah. yeah. I, it is an experience. It is a, an experience in which you have to put up with stuff. Mm-hmm. So while it is like very charismatic a car, it is equally as frustrating a car because of like the slow transmission it's fast shifting for a not dual clutch but it is really rough and we've talked about this in a previous podcast but like i'm so surprised that this is the transmission that they put into these cars Mm -hmm. and i thought it could have just been mine but then going on the forums like a lot of the new owners at the time, or like secondhand owners, are like, "I think my transmission is broken," but it turns out this is actually how it behaves. Is this the 7G Tronic, or is that something else? Yeah, this is the AMG MCT. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it's they it, it, they are similar, except that this is a wet clutch. Okay. So uh, multi wet clutch versus I think the other ones are torque converters. Oh, okay. And another
0: so, and another um, feature is the the wet wiring harness. Yes, so, so it keeps that wiring harness me, fully lubricated.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing. I was gonna, I was planning to keep the car for a while. Like I like it enough to keep it for a while. It's special enough to where like I don't think I'm gonna find something like this again for a reasonable price. And I was gonna keep it. And then I brought it in for an oil change. And did you say oil change? I am from Texas. Okay. Carry uh, on. After all, how do you say it, you Yankee? <laughs> he is from New York, oil. actually. No, you're from uh, Connecticut. I'm from Connecticut. That's even more Yankee. Oil? Oil. Oil? Yeah. <laughs> all right, Popeye. <laughs> oil change. <laughs> and so they came out. So last year, they had changed out the camshaft solenoids uh, because they had found that oil had penetrated through <laughs> the camshaft uh, solenoids and uh, had ma- started making its way into the wiring harness, and so in theory, this was to prevent any further. You really nipped that in the bud by yeah.
0: replacing that last year.
1: Yeah, and so this year they say, well, as it turns out, like it's <laughs> penetrated even further <laughs> mm-hmm. somehow, like that has only enhanced the <laughs> uh, straw-like motion of the oil into the wiring harness. So, and they found uh, oil at the ECU connector and potentially in accessible places. Like I've been getting like a sensor error here and there, but they always clear and go away and Mm -hmm. they don't come back, uh, or at least not for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it's likely that those are signs that oil has gotten to those sensors. So I have to, like, basically it needs to be replaced, the, the wiring harness. Mercedes has just had the worst like, history with wiring harnesses. Like, in the 90s, it was organic right, wiring harnesses. Right. And apparently, this is... So, the oil in the wiring harness thing has been happening to many Mercedes models. It's not just uh, the M157. Like, this is going all the way back to, like, like 2001 C-classes, from what I can tell in forum posts. So, at the dealer, the dealer essentially... The average price for replacement is between six and ten thousand dollars, and I cannot imagine if you own like a fifteen-year-old like C two thirty compressor, uh, getting like a repair bill for six thousand dollars, even let alone ten thousand dollars. I guess. Yeah. So I got estimates on mine, and I I don't think it's going to be that expensive, but it's still kind of substantial, and Mm so. I debated whether or not to just kind of call it quits on this. I Like, the car, like, because we still live in the weird used car world right now, I could have just sold it to one of those services that buy cars. Like, without, I would feel weird selling it to someone that I know with these issues. So there was a dealership, an online dealership that was offering, like, a pretty reasonable value for it. And they also had cars that I could have traded in and that would have made it an even, I guess, more enticing deal Mm -hmm. that of course is not the only thing that's wrong with the car. There is the, we don't have that. We don't have that much time. We've got a few hours here. Hang on. (laughs) Let's just put it this way. Like there are a few things that I need to kind of clean up on the car. Uh, It's it overall like presents extremely well. It works extremely well. The airmatic suspension, which again, I said that I never wanted like adjustable suspension again, at least uh, anything involving air or hydraulics or whatever. So I began a car search yes yes Is this
0: what we're working toward yeah we're, we're building this is up where to? we are
1: now okay we're at the car search okay so topic I one <laughs> hours upon hours like thinking like oh i know what i want and then you know 60 hours later down a rabbit hole i go mm. i know every single car that's listed on the market i've done like all the research on it it is it's terrible i almost want to do the thing where you do where you just blindly buy a car and whether it explodes on the way home or not, yeah, it's happened to you, but you survived, so I've only flown to buy a car
0: one time, yes, and yeah, sure, it started smoking on the way back, sure. yeah,
1: so that's a hundred percent of the times, yeah, but next time's gonna be different, yes, <laughs> and the time before that with the Prius, it was also fine, yeah, yeah, I mean, the traction battery battery isn't like not really that necessary, no, so no, so you survived that as well, that's true, yeah. So we're gonna do kind of this it, the the list of cars that I have been looking at are it's not that long but we're gonna we're gonna do kind of a quick take opinion am I giving thing. you the takes or I think are you... you 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 give me a quick take on that okay. and, then and then I will then you... def, I'll defend it in one sentence okay so I won't like we won't drag this on thank God. oh my god. all right so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pull up my Autotrader uh, auto trader saved cars so this research a lot of it is done. On the toilet. And so... We just lost our last listener. Yeah. Let me tell it you... was me and I turned it off. Tens of hours a week are spent researching these things. You so, can see
0: a nutritionist.
1: Maybe. Hot take, quick take. I'm going to go through this list of cars uh, that I have amassed here in my hours of research on the toilet. Mm-hmm. And these are all the cars that I have saved so far as options. So To these, replace... To replace the E63 wagon. To replace the E63 wagon, I'll put I put it this way. There, there should have been a more definitive criteria. Really, I wanted something that was less troublesome to upkeep. Yeah. And like felt a little bit special. It didn't have to be like entirely special. Yeah, but just a little bit. Yeah, so, no,
0: I see. I see from your list, your criteria is uh, has four wheels. So four no wheels, hilarious slingshots for you. Yeah.
1: So all and, of these, all of these have four tires. Yeah. Also, I was thinking like, okay, gas mileage should be a thing in there, but mm. as you will note, going through this list, I think that has gone out the window. So yeah. All right. So let's go through this. Uh, a G500. So in early 2000s. G wagon. You say they're very slow. They're very slow. But they also could have oil seepage. They might also have the same oil seepage I mean, issue. I think they're cool. I, I really like them. Yeah. I think they're really cool and I'm all on board with one but I probably won't go down this route just because they're so slow. Like, yeah, I think it is I an sure icon. That. It is I an like icon. that it's an icon,
0: but it, it seems like that probably the prices on all of them are crazy.
1: Yeah, it's an icon though. Here's the thing: it is. I think I think they're special, and I would love to get like a two door one. But like, if for daily driving purposes, like these are modern enough. I do think they straddle the line of douchebag though. So yeah, that is probably something that I'm. I'll, I'm a little keen to not do. The next one up is a P thirty eight. Range Rover, mid 90s so okay. and through uh, 2001, I believe. Yeah, it's cool. It's got the Mondial wheels, which I learned from you. They look, they look very good. Yeah. So the, the early ones had the Mondial wheels, and then the later ones. I probably would have gotten a later one, anyways. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so speaking of this, I was so enticed by this, but the one thing that like, like. I don't know that this is going to be less troublesome than the E63. And I would assume, I mean, these can be found like with 200,000 plus miles on them. So they go for a while. Just what does it take? So anyways, this is a bad idea because it's not modern enough. So wasted hours there. Uh, Next one was the L405. So I went ahead and just jumped down the... Genealogy of Range Rover. Range Rovers, yes. So this would be the now just, uh, just retired. 2013 to now. 2013 to now. 2013, 2013s are like have dropped in price quite a bit, so they're pretty reasonably priced. What do you think?
0: I've always thought it was a great design. Yeah. I'm sure it's very comfortable. It's amazing interior. Yeah, uh, you can't go wrong. It's not special like any 63 wagon. Yeah. Um, you will look like every other River Oaks. Uh, housewife. Yes. I guess that is pejorative I don't mean it to be. Uh, I mean, I guess it is like sexist. But you're saying same. that
1: I am. I will look like a kept lady.
0: Yeah, if if that was what came across, that's what I intended. You could
1: have said a female powerhouse of industry, but instead you went to the housewife. Went to the housewife, Wow, yeah. okay. okay. Anyways, that is you're right on that. So I went down this hole pretty deep as well. Mm-hmm, of course. Ugh, these euphemisms. And the thing is, you're right. They're just not that special. Mm-hmm. There is just they're too like new still, and I don't know. Like it just kind of blends into the background. I do like the supercharged. Like it's fast and it is capable as an off road And I thought I would take it off-road. I like the history and I like the comfort that it would give. But so I think that for right now, I I might revisit this down the line. But it is off the table. Okay. Yeah. The oh, wait, I saw a 996. I got. Did you see 996? I don't think that a 996 is... I just saved this one just because it was Vesuvius Gray. It's, yeah, it's good. So, it's like a
0: purpley-violet
1: kind of Yeah, gray. I thought it was just a cool like rare color, and I remember these on 993s. And yeah. I actually have a die cast of a Vesuvius Gray one. Okay. The next one up is a Cayenne GTS 2013 okay. Plus with, sure. the with the NAV8. NAV8. Uh, yeah.
0: It's a cool car. I think it's special. It's to, to certain people, it's special. Yeah, it is. It's the most special Cayenne.
1: It's the most special Cayenne. It's it, it is a sportier. Even though the the turbo is faster, this is the one that is. just so like the more driver oriented. It is more one. driver oriented. It's comfortable, has modern tech, safety features. Sure. And I went down this hole also very deep. And for the most part, the car oh doesn't need that much. So there are transfer case issues, this and that. Do they all They'll have the turbo wheels that you don't like? No, this one does, which I don't like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what wheels. I would find preferable, but uh, it wouldn't be these. The thing is, though, I never... Like, outside of this search... So I forgot to mention that the other part is that we have terrible roads here, and this is why I'm looking so heavily at that's SUVs. Why,
0: that's why I was going to rule out the 996, because, like, a 996 yeah. is very... It's not that the ride is bad, it's just the interior does not do well with crashing over things, yeah. and I think it'd be very unpleasant. And it's like, it's like I always say with... Boxer S ownership of 998, 986 generation, like you have to really love it because you were paying like Porsche 911 maintenance yeah, on this. I agree.
1: And that's just, it's, I don't know that my heart's there in a, in right. a 996. Yeah. So, and back to the Cayenne just really quickly, like the only thing about these, I'm going to shelve this and that it's a possibility for a down the road, but I think I'm going to take it off the table because I don't think I've ever thought about these cars until I started searching. And so... That to me kind of like, it it kind of blends in to the background for me. These are kind of like raucous, like they have a really good exhaust note. They drive better than they should for like a big, tall, fat mm-hmm. thing. But um, I don't think it's where I want to be with this. The
0: next one, up, it's it is iconic within the realm of Cayennes, but yeah. it's not an icon car it's like, not an
1: icon it's not an i would icon. actually think that the first gen which i would not ever buy <laughs> is more iconic sure yeah like the turbo first gen turbo or right. even a, like a gts manual or would turbo be really s cool. or turbo oh a turbo s would be really cool that's what harris just got oh yeah that's right he did just get one yeah uh but he works for a porsche shop and is a right. porsche mechanic yes. so he is undaunted by that proposition so the next deep dive is the most realistic one and I don't know why I went so deep down this particular car hole. An L322 Range Rover, going back into the middle, in between the P38 and the L405. This would be the 2000 and... Uh, what is that? 2003? Two three? or three. Yeah, two or three. Yeah, to 2012. And I would be focusing on the 2010 to 2012. That was the era when I would,
0: like save up my pennies and yeah. buy a $10 British car magazine yeah. from Barnes and Noble and the British I mean it was like the second coming of Jesus yeah. when this vehicle came out because the entire British motor industry relied on the Range Rover to do well Yeah no kidding it was it, a very big deal it was I was mean it rightly so it was it was like a very revolutionary yeah. SUV because it was like the first like really luxurious modern SUV
1: Yeah and this was like designed originally under BMW, and then yeah. they sold it to Ford before it was even released. Or the whole brand. BMW engines for the first it, yeah for the years. first few before the first facelift of like three facelifts, uh <sighs> the it had like BMW bits from an E38. Okay, but didn't it have the BMW or V8? E39. E39. Did it have the BMW engine? It did. Yeah, the Valvetronic 7 Series motor. Yeah, wow. Uh, the V8, and so it has it has like. The same issues as that car does. And I, so the early ones, which I think are the best looking, honestly, like the release design, brief, all the facelifts look so good. It's so clean and intentional. but And yet none of these are those. Th- and none of these are those. These are, in theory, more reliable. These are the AJ V8s. So the Jaguar v 8 it does have one catastrophic flaw. So the reason why I was focusing on these later years is that they actually do have like modern features like Keyless Go and Radar Cruise and like a more updated Land Rover infotainment and like surround camera, all this and that, anyways. The segment is called "Hot Take," "Quick Take." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to remind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it does have one catastrophic flaw, which are uh, So just the way you like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, I don't know that this fits the bill as far as reliability goes, but I, I think I have got it cornered. I think I know what this car would need, and okay. so timing chain. Timing chain guides plastic. When they break, that could be like a six thousand dollar job. But if that's already done, if I can find one that already has that done and mm-hmm. it's not factored into like the selling price of the car, like as in someone tax on an extra six k to the value, right? Then it could be a thing. And the supercharged one is fast, yeah, and it's very capable off road. In fact, it's basically, I think these are entering into kind of interesting territory. Like, all the ones that are bad.
0: So you'll look like a divorced River Oaks housewife. Yes, exactly. (laughs) On the prowl for the next wealthy man.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If you will. This is a strong contender. It is on the table. And the one last one that is also strongly on the table, and I'm rounding back to something that I had wanted a long time ago, and I don't know why, I just never went down this path, but a 997.
0: Yes, you've you've wanted a 997 for a long time.
1: Yes, and I did. I don't know why I've just never gone down that path. I mean, now, like 997, I've 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 just gotten used to the idea that 997s are no longer, like, as cheap as they used to be. Right, right. So, I mean, you were shopping, you were looking, and they were a little more attainable, and it was like, you were like, I don't want to buy
0: a very expensive, expensive second car just to tool around in. Yeah.
1: You, it was not... Yeah. It just like the like it was never the right time right like, for that. The time car. you
0: may have bought one was when you bought your air cooled Carrera. Like that was Correct. maybe the
1: time where you would have bought one. Yeah, and you went and a different way, and so then I actually it's, uh, the before I bought sense. the before I bought the Land Cruiser, I actually was looking like I was going down the rabbit hole with 997s. This is before everything like blew up, and mm-hmm. I almost did that. I'm rounding back to the idea again of either a .1 or if I can find like a decent priced .2. Those are especially blown up, and there's just, so few. There's so few of them. I did find one at that online dealership that made me a good deal on the uh, wagon. It's I think it's still overpriced, and I just have to be willing. I, like it just depends on how much. Overpricedness. I am comfortable in this. I think right now it's a little bit more. It's been dropping in price though. Like they've overpriced it so much that I don't think they're going to sell it anytime soon. Mm-hmm. If it drops down to a certain amount, like I would be very interested in making that as a as the replacement car that over the Range Rover. Because I think oh. the, the Range Rover is that's just kind of like an interim thing that's captured my attention, and I think it's kind of neat. I don't know if I would keep that one forever. I think I would keep this 997 forever. I'll have to look through the archives of my magazines and stuff.
0: You know, I mentioned magazines before. Look to see if there's any head to head tests of the Range Rover versus the 997, like which was a yeah, better. I'm sure better buy. there was a comparison. I'm sure that that was like people
1: cross shop those a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know what title that would be under. Yeah. Sporty or Sport Utility. So is that the full list? That is currently that is the full list. The hot take, quick take. Yeah, is what this is called. That's done. Okay. Oh. All the takes have been made, <laughs> so you can shut up now. God damn it. All of that said, here's the thing. Hmm. I think I'm gonna keep the wire kit. Okay. All right. <laughs> can we go to the next segment? Is, we have like five other segments. That's the that's the that's the juicy twist at the end. Uh, is that I think I'm gonna keep the car. Here's the thing. This I, is my third time hearing the twist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Here's here's why I think I'm going to keep the car is that like I don't think I'm going to ever find one again. Like mm. they've stopped producing wagons just in general in America. You can still special they've order. They stopped selling V8s in America. And stopped selling V8s, yeah. I they may have uh they may have re- restarted that production at some point. Really? No? They,
0: they produce them, but they don't sell them in America. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to I think I'm going to go explore just like I'm just going to restore this. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the car like catastrophic other than the wiring harness. So I'm just gonna get that done, get all the little like tiny things that need fixing fixed on it, and then just keep the car. And yeah. here's the thing: if I can find a cheap uh, L322 Range Rover, and they are now at the bottom of the bar- like the bottom of the depreciation cur- uh, depreciation curve, I wouldn't mind getting one just as kind of an off-road thing, and yeah. explore that as like I don't know a camping vehicle. Even though I could use the wagon for that, I guess. Yeah. And also, I'd have to learn how to camp. But and you could you would park it on the street and not I could be park too it on the About it. Yeah. I could park in the street and the security feature would be when it sinks down on its own wheels because the air suspension is given out and yeah. then no one can move it. That's so right. that is the that is the car search. Good its okay. current status. So we're at mini we're at minute forty. Yes.
0: What else do we got? Uh ah,
1: well, hard to say really.
0: Let's see. Oh, I wrote Ford Contour commercial. Okay, so this is a plea. This is sort of a call to action. I have this Will thing. you
1: act out the commercial so that we I can, can understand? Okay,
0: here's the thing. I have this memory of a Ford Contour commercial from the 90s, obviously. The Contour pretty much only existed in the 90s. I think it ended in 02. But the first generation, the initial one, the world car. The Mondeo. Yeah. Yeah. And I have this memory of this commercial where it was like people working on it. It was like a giant car. It was like kind of like a Gulliver's Travels type of thing, motif, where it was like a giant car and all these people were like turning gears and producing it. Like, But it was enormous and the people Mm -hmm. were tiny and it was just showing this colossal two billion dollar effort of the world car Mm -hmm. and i cannot find this commercial like i am i feel gaslighted i feel like this is a mandela effect like it doesn't exist i can't find it i've looked at literally probably two dozen ford contour commercials on youtube yes and i cannot find this
1: one what if it Never existed.
0: You know, that is extremely likely, except yes. I talked about this to, um, I would say friend of the pod, but he's not, not. a <laughs> uh, friend of me, Maury, yes. Maury Motown Postal, and he remembers this commercial. Yeah. He even, when I started describing it, he he described, he said the Gov- Gulliver's oh Travels thing. This is like, like- He remembers it. One of those- This is a- this. This is a uh, heavyweight podcast. Yeah, this, this is, is a heavyweight. A mystery podcast topic. Yeah. But um, it's it's just it's I don't know. So I this is kind of like a plea if anyone else remembers this. Do you remember this?
1: No. I do not remember this. <laughs> okay. I think you're crazy.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that was it. If yeah. anyone knows about this. Um, it sounds like I a need to terrible
1: call... uh, creative work too. Yeah. This is an unsolved mystery. Yeah. No, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it was Was this under Mondeo or Contour? Contour. It was an American commercial.
0: I saw it on television in, like, 1995. Yeah. uh, Dozens of times. Hundreds of times.
1: Yeah. But I cannot find it on YouTube. Do you think that the Fusion should have carried forward the Contour name? Because that was basically the Mondeo? I think the Contour was a flop. Yeah. Like, I think it was... I think it sold.
0: I I mean, I think they sold a lot of them, but it was never like, it never did what they wanted it to do. It was,
1: it existed in a weird segment. It was like that in between class, like between Compact and. Mid-times, right, I guess. Uh, I mean, I
0: think that the segment didn't hurt it because I think there's always people that want something cheaper than a Taurus that's yeah. still like a functioning car, and it doesn't have the stigma of being the bottom, like yeah. the Escort.
1: Yeah, so uh, it's
0: like the ultimate class. It is, it yeah. is, and and so I don't think that hurt it. I think it just it just never captured. It. Like the first one was really bland, and then the facelift. I think it was a facelift. I don't know if it was a redesign. I think the facelift. I think, facelift. I think the facelift was like maybe
1: polarizing. I don't know. It was just Yeah, where it looked like a like an anime like a mad anime character.
0: Yes. Well, we all love the SVT. And the SVT Contour is the best. The SVT Contour is the best and I have, you know, a lot of seat time in one. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, you're fine. I got it, I got it my I think my first speeding ticket. was Behind the wheel of
1: that. Amazing. The
0: interior was so beige yeah. as to literally make me sick to this day to think about it. Those it was a very bad interior. All
1: manual. I think so. Okay. Yeah. That's I, impressive because I think uh, until the new Taurus, the like 92 Taurus came out, like that was manual only and then they started offering a an auto in the show. The the Contour then was more the driver's car if they offered it only as manual. Yeah, I mean it was a legit SVT joint. Yeah. I remember all the comp- all the Comparos from that time too. Like it was It was like, like good. It, part of it was it had the um these tires, these BF Goodrich G
0: TAs, yeah. it had like the front end I was so pointy. I cannot was... believe you remember the tires. Because well, I bought it. those tires to put on my probe GT, but like the front tire the tires were so sticky. Yeah. And they were like two fifteen. They weren't even two twenty five like on my car. Yeah. They were two fifteen. And it
1: just like pointed. Like it had so much grip yeah. at the front. It was wow. Uh, it was great. There i there was this photo that I have, I think I tweeted it. It was the Oh, yeah. It, I tweeted it under the title. the So it was the Contour in the middle and in a, in a V formation. It was like a comparo with uh, all of the kind of front-wheel drive competitors at the time. Like What would that be? I guess it would have been like the four-door Integra. Okay. The uh, Sentra forget. S-E-R? Or is this kind of in
0: between? Because they had an early one and a later one.
1: Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I'll have to find the photo. I forget what the other. What? We should know the cars in the class, but I don't recall now off the top of my head. But, anyways, yes. When would this have been? Like, 01? Oh, 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 I guess it would have been early 2000s. Yeah. It would have, it had to been. So, it would have just been like sporty front wheel drive vehicles. Yeah. No, my friend, my friend Ryan, his mom had one
0: because him and his dad kind of conspired to like, oh, we need to get this car and she needs to have it. Wait, really? <laughs> and she liked it and she ended up loving the manual so much. So she, so eventually like um, they gave the car to my friend Ryan yeah. and he drove it and it got totaled because the body kit got damaged, which is a shame. Oh. Um, But uh ryan's mom like went on to go through a series of manual honda fits after that like she loved the manual so much after this car
1: that's such a strange transition it's model wise or uh so to go from a contour to the fits i would almost think like the si's would have been a maybe but i mean i guess the fit is like practical and still like zippy in its own way yeah i guess so no it's true like the fit that that gen fit like was extremely well received yeah, and I had a friend who had one, and she just loved it to death. I mean, like it was like a good car for her. My sister her. had the auto one. The first fit looked really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it had the color keyed like headlight surrounds, and yeah,
0: yeah, hers was the iconic blue.
1: Yeah, I well, I had a coworker who had one of those too. So the I had to change commercial. her headlight bulb, and I had to take out the, I had to take off the front tire. Wait, really? Yeah, that seems complicated. Yeah. I'm constantly surprised by how easy it is to change out, like, Porsche headlights. Like, in newer cars, the whole unit just comes out. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, it seems almost crazy that instead of, like, having to, like, cut up your arm, reaching into, like, an engine bay, a tight engine bay. Yes. Well, I guess it would be the trunk, but like the whole headlight just pops out with just like like a little twist of the screwdriver and then you p- replace the bulb and pop it back in. Yeah. Off to the next topic. The new 928, and I spelled it N-E-U, no which is
0: what I spell things that are new that I think suck. Um, I think this new 928 is bad. I think it... As do I. ...misses what is cool about the 928. Yes. Um, I think it is... I don't know. I mean, it's not like... This is not an official effort. It's someone yeah. making a rendering and saying we're gonna make it i don't know whatever There are too
1: many like new not like nods to new porsches in it in it oh okay yeah because it has like the center tack it has like a a center tack design that looks out of like a 992 and otherwise like the gauges on the old ones suck oh they did suck but still like i don't know like i just it's too I don't like the body styling of it, and I mean, it, they also remove like the coolest part. Like, the, so they do the pop-up frog lights, but but they're bad. They're, ba- they're bad. because they look like a robot penis, like holding it up. <laughs> it's really stupid.
0: Yeah, it's not good. Um, it's also like it. It's got weird like box flares, which is yeah. like so. The 928 is this like like beautiful bar of soap that yeah. has this face I always equated with like a blue shark like yeah. there's like a, there's a kind of shark that's like this very like kind of pointy sh- literally shark nose uh thing and that and that just reminds me well done that just reminds me of the the 928 this this kind of shark and I feel like having box flares on it just misses the point. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's, and,
1: well, it like it was so the original design, especially the the very first one mm-hmm. in the '70s, was so like retro futuristic. It was, but it was
0: just futuristic. It was just futuristic. Well, because it was re- like
1: y- no one had ever seen a car rounded like
0: that. Yeah, you know, yeah. This predates it literally the, looks like a spaceship. The rounded Taurus by yeah. eight years. Yeah, like, everything was a box at this time. Yeah, and it was so impossibly curvy and smooth yeah. and, and cool and I just don't think this gets that and then as I told you and I will now say on the pod yes, um, the night before this car was re- like revealed to the public I drove a 928 GTS to shoot it yeah. and I've driven one before but this was the first time I spent like three hours with one Yeah, and I really didn't like a lot of stuff about it yeah. it was very creaky like when you clutched in with one pedal like the yeah. other pedals moved like there's It's just, it didn't feel like a quality item. Yeah. But my favorite thing, like driving it in no traffic on the highway, like it was like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. Like there's all this torque. It doesn't matter what gear I'm in, you know, because when you're, it's a dogleg transmission. You're always like, what gear am I in? What gear is the next gear? Whatever. And then, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. it's got so much torque. And then it's got these, the headlights, the the frog headlights, there's, when you're driving and the car is black and you've got these like little half globes that you see See, that, that would are be reflecting so reflecting cool. the world. And I've... so on this one with the robot penis mechanisms, <laughs> it's like, oh well, we lost that. We yeah. lost this thing that was cool. Yeah. Um and I don't know. I just think it's, it's I agree. Dumb.
1: Well, like the modern interpretation, like I think the cool part about the headlights, and I've never actually I don't think I've ever sa- I've sat behind the wheel of 920s, never driven one, but I I've looked out down the hood, but with the headlights down. So I've never seen them with the headlights up. I think that would be such, so special to see. Yeah, like, those two orbs, basically. The orbs, yeah, because it's not like a normal pop-up
0: yeah. where you see like the body, you know, yeah. popped up. You see, it's these orbs because uh, they're rounded and glossy on the yeah. back, and it's and just it's very cool. You lose
1: that with this new one, and I feel like that is probably the most identifiable characteristic of that car, other than like its shape and the trapezoidal doors. Yeah, like is the headlights and. You lose that in this one because they like try to thin it and make it like I don't know. It's it's too modern of interpretation. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The it, whole well, thing it is too is, modern. It,
0: I mean, it is. It's like this thing that we talk about yeah. and that you, I'm sure, in your industry in in you know interiors and furniture is. And we talk about this with Apple. It's people taking the wrong idea from the idea of minimalism. Yeah, and and like subverting it and perverting it where it's like oh like minimal is good this is better this is better design and it's like it suffers
1: you know and it's worse what it is as well is like people trying to capture the magic that singer created originally oh yeah they've reimagined this thing and no one like there's so many like misses because where people like singer literally just made an old car just like a new old car but it's better and it's more engaging and and higher quality and higher quality, and instead, like a lot of these, like the La art, yes, uh, the La art one and this 928. It's I don't I mean like I maybe their missions aren't the same as far as like these what they're trying to do, but ultimately I mean, I think they the mission
0: use, is to charge half a million dollars for it. Yeah, so that mission. But the you same. lose out
1: on the spirit of it. Like I feel like the singers obviously like they they captured the spirit and they enhanced it and then. With these, it's just kind of like, oh, it's just like, it's, it looks like a Tron car, basically. And right. So it's right. like, okay. So, what, what if 928, but like 2044 or something? And so. Yeah.
0: I, Singer didn't like, with everything visual, it's all just kind of a greatest hits of the 911. Like, yeah. they plucked the best things from a 35 year production run yeah. and they said these are the 993 brakes and the 72, you know, 73 RSR mm. wide body flares and you know it, it there's very little that's This sounds like a uh against uh, going against them but there's very little yeah. that's like original like you know the original stuff is in the engine the original stuff is like the materials used yeah. in the interior but a lot of the stuff is like this is like a greatest nod to history like, nod to the history yeah. and, and uh, yeah the 928 is like a tron car and, yeah and we are we are seeing so many of these cars oh my where god i know where it's these resto mods where uh as i said in a stupid tweet but it's like five years ago we were like kind of asking you know it's kind of like a you know conversation over beers like what car would you singerize if yeah. you could and now people are doing that with all these cars and they're all bad there's they're like the and a thing that's bad and yeah. there's the, just there's like the uh, not the stratos there's an 037 and it's like, well, oh, it's like, well, they made so few 037s. Yeah. Let's say 037s. So it's like, oh, to like at least make something that's attainable. No, no, no. It's still, it's $600,000. You can yeah. buy a real one for 500 but you can buy this fake shitty one for six hundred. You know what?
1: I'm going to relate it to this. Maybe it's a loose relation, but you know when people do BMW engine swaps, you know, you, you'll you put like an S54 into something that never had one or like a... Are you talking about the 2001 M3 Beru? Yes, uh, or like a manual swap E thirty eight or something like that, which I don't like the idea of that. But no. or like or if you make like basically an uh, you 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 put the S sixty four in there S sixty five, which what's in the M five E thirty nine? I think. It's, it might be, I, I don't know. Okay, that engine into the 7 Series, something like that. Anyway, so you could do that very tastefully. Sure. Uh, you basically are updating, you're creating a car that the, the company would have made but never made, but it never stops there. You don't just do the engine swap. You all of a sudden have to, like, make people aware that this is different. And so you put terrible headlights in it, and you put terrible wheels on it. You can't just do a simple modification. It has to be... Overboard. Well, that's like, this isn't really the same analogy, but I always say, if you see a yellow
0: Integra type R that looks stock, it's real. Yeah. It's not fake. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if it was fake, they wouldn't stop at making it stock. Yeah. You are going. right about like, that. Like if you're going to do the conversion to, yeah. like, to
1: paint it yellow, like yeah. it's, you're going to uh, do more. You're going to do more. Like you, you cannot just stop with making it like factory spec. Mm-hmm. Like that is impossible. So yeah. Yeah, so those are these cars are even more to that extreme, I guess. Yeah. But well, I think we covered
0: is. that. Oh my God, you've got this picture. So I pulled,
1: <laughs> I pulled up a picture. Oh my God. So bringing us back to the conversation about the contour. So I found this picture. So it's a comparo. and I don't recall. I think it's a Car and Driver one. So you got the it's a V formation, contour in the front. SVT. Yes, flanked by the Integra, and I assume just a like. I uh, cannot tell what the fuck that is. It looks it's like Audi, it's a Passat. It's an Audi. No, A4. no, because that's a Jetta. <laughs> that's a Jetta in the back. So this is the Audi A4. I assume this is at the 2.8 VR6. Wait, what, what is that on that's the left? That's a Saab Saab 900. Oh god. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's an A4, and then the P- Jetta. This is or like the contours in good company here, though. Like as far as like front-wheel drive uh, yeah. cars go, performance cars. Or performance-ish cars it's, it's an a4 i assume it's the six cylinder and then the maybe the jet is a vr6 probably yeah yeah and the saab is it's either a turbo the a terrible v6 that i had your caption is the understeering committee yes. and that is very good <laughs> it's very good yeah so, we will post that yes everywhere. and so there we go so back to it back to the list back to the list speaking of Audi's.
0: Speaking of Audi's, we were having this discussion about Audi, and I, it's just a, I, I used to have a real chip on my shoulder about Audi because I never really liked Audi. Yeah. I, I liked Audi's good era, which is represented by the models here. Yes, uh, three out of your forty-plus collection. Yes. But the Audi, like you know, the early two thousands, like those are some good cars. I obviously I hate the B six A four. I think that one's yeah some, uh, dog shit. But I don't mind the, that one. Um. And I like some of the ones. I like the like kind of twenty ten era. Some of those. Yeah. Uh, I used to always say I wanted to always like write about this, but I never did. Like Audi. Th- yeah, their design philosophy. Let's let me go on this. Their design philosophy was very interesting because they had like, they would introduce a concept car in two thousand four. Like I remember clearly the new Velari concept. Yeah. They would introduce a concept car in two thousand four, and then they would that would be like. You know, calling their shot, you would say. They call their shot and they say, this is where we're going to be. And then 2010, it's like the A5 looks like the new Velari. Like, it looks like that. And when they updated, I loved the facelift A5 where the headlights got smaller. Yeah. And then it's like, and then after that, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. And and now it's like, you look at Audi and it's like, well, we added a zigzag to the headlights because we don't really know where (laughs) to go. We kind of peaked in like 2013. So is that when like Audi died for you? I think that they were really firing on all uh, four or five cylinders yes. in 2015 or f- thir- 14, I think. Sure. Um, and then I think since then it's been just kind of like, well, we've made it busier. Yeah. Uh, people like that. But yes. I, I, I really thought that like the the A5 uh, facelift was it was really good. I liked some of those cars. I liked some of those. You know, I think the R8 early iterations of the yeah. R8 were great. Um, anyway, I did have a chip on my shoulder about Audi because I never really took them seriously as drivers' cars, and I always saw people that were car enthusiasts that would treat them in the same company as BMW, Mercedes, and I somehow, for stupid reasons that are uh, I don't need to go into. Maybe you, my therapist, could go into those, but <laughs> I don't really know why. But I took it very personally, like, like obviously, don't you know? I felt like the need to scream, if not explain to people online, uh, that you know, a car that is all wheel drive chassis is fundamentally not as good as a rear drive. And they're front biased because it's front. you know, even if it's front biased, even if it's rear biased, it's like, if a car is designed to only have to take 60% to the rear wheels, like it's not as rigid and good and, you know, dynamic as, as a rear drive chassis that is designed properly. So Audi never, ever seemed like they were driver's cars to me. And I never really saw them as
1: such. I, I agree with you on that. Like the,
0: but I feel like there was a lot of
1: people, techie people, internet people, so this car enthusiast. A, this, people, is the this, is where, this is the yeah, conversation. This is where so we're going with that.
0: I'm getting to it. So, uh, you, you had your
1: hot take, quick 45 minute take. No, We're going to the angry part where I have to turn Kevin's levels down. Cause he gets like real loud. And you want to go lower than that. Yeah. So,
0: um, so I, I just I, – I, there was always a lot of people that were very into Audi, and I just – I wanted I, – I generally, I think, did not – I, I don't I don't like to tell people, especially online, like, the thing you like sucks. Yeah. But I would think it a lot. like to actually say that often and <laughs> Just do. to you. Just to you. but <laughs> Sometimes you're like, no, this sucks. <laughs> uh, maybe. But, yeah, this is, like, the deep-seated thoughts I've had about Audi. Yeah. But we find ourselves now – at a time where Audi seems completely irrelevant. And yes. you and I realized why yeah. yesterday. Audi, no one really cares about Audi. I mean, I think the design, has, is, the design has stumbled. And just, add, they, they add notches to yeah. headlights and stuff. And it's just, they're not really doing anything. But cuts, angles. Cuts,
1: angles. It, it has become like this, like they're trying to project this like techie Cutting edge, which look. they've had. Yeah. I mean, they've had that image. They've right, they've written on
0: that image, and but it does seem like they are. Uh, and this sounds like very doom and gloom. I don't mean to, for it to sound like that, but it it does seem like it is circling the drain, where it's just like they're just kind of going through and doing the same things they were doing. They're kind of refining the 2013 designs.
1: Yeah. and the thing is that we've talked about this in this context, but why is it that people still buy Audis? But we and... don't know that people do. We don't really know that people do. But no one talks about Audis now, and we so know why. I do think that people do but it is literally like it's the same type of people who might buy like a cla because like it has just a mercedes badge on it but i think mercedes has more chops than that and but for audi i literally think it is become it's like a fashion brand and we're going to relate this to Ooh, another brand but i feel like audi's not really in the discussion i never see
0: anyone talking about it i never oh, see no, anyone exciting just it. about it no, no,
1: that's that you and... don't hear enthusiasts ever talk about audi that is true I think lay people who sure. are looking at premium cars right. or like premium look cars, they're going to look at an Audi. But but eight years ago, enthusiasts did talk about Audi. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I wanted I agree. to scream at them because they shouldn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we know why. Yeah. Because all of the people that were into these well, Audis have moved on to what? Uh, Teslas. The the
1: demographic of... yes an Audi S5 buyer. Think about the angriest people that you will argue with on the internet about something that they're wrong about. And now, those people, yeah, they were, they used to argue about Audis and now they argue about Teslas. Completely. (laughs) Yes. It's crazy. It will not, they will die on this hill. They will just fight you to death about it. That these are the best cars in the entire world. You know, despite this, despite that, despite how... There are so many better cars out there. They will die on this hill. And it, it's the same thing. So the the tech bro from the early 2000s who bought an Audi is the same tech bro today who will buy, like, a Model 3. Absolutely. Because they care about image and
0: technology and, like, UI and technology. And- you know, the perception, which is the image. Like, yeah. that. It like those things, the Audi does that. Or the, yeah. the Tesla hits the
1: same notes that could, Audi did. It doesn't matter. Like, someone who sees a Tesla, they already have an image of what it is. And so, like, a Model 3 3- minus will be a Model S. Like, it doesn't really matter, like, what it is. It is just uniformly a Tesla. And I feel like Audis were kind of the same way. I think the S
0: cars had their own appeal with, like, yeah. the quasi- yeah. people that thought
1: they were enthusiasts. I just think like there were like there are differences in other cars. I, mean, I could be wrong, but like, I,
0: I think you're wrong. I think I think there was a time where they were defined, and I think there was a time where the know, whole lineup was that.
1: really strong and really defined. But whether it's big or small, like it, like right now, I could not tell. Like we were having this discussion because I like was being tailgated by an Audi driver right. yesterday. Currently, we cannot tell any of them And that I could apart. not tell we you which tell one that, that was. Yeah.
0: Well, especially because they made the A7 look like all the others. They yeah. made all... I've never seen an A8 yeah. since 2007 on the road Yeah. because um, no one has bought one. But
1: and I think the A8 is probably the last unique, uh, one of the last unique Audis I out literally there. don't know what it looks like. And don't bring I, it up. It's, it's just big and probably it has like, the corporate the face. But yeah. Nevertheless, like, so the Audis that I have, like, right here on the table, the model cars, for me, I think Audi died a little bit sooner than that. But, like, Audi used to have, like, truly unique offerings. Like, the Allroad, the original Allroad yeah. was so unique. Totally. It was – it it did Outback better than the Outback. It's this lifted wagon with cladding, and it had a V8 and a manual, or you could get one with a V8 and a manual. And it was unique looking. Yeah. Yet discreet. Like, sure. the design – I think what Audi had to offer was that, like, they were such res- it was restrained premium design. You did not need flare. right, to project premium quality, etc., whatever. And so, anyways, yeah. So there's also an RS two, and then a- an S four as well. It was such a
0: geometric precision era. Yeah, it was very
1: cool. Yeah, every line made sense, and the sizes are so good too. Mm-hmm. They're I mean, like I know you don't really like the RS two. I've heard. Neither of us have driven one, but I have heard that they are... they're basically extremely normal to drive, especially by today's standards. It's just something
0: but, about it. It just looks like they're the pre-A4 Audis I just don't give a sure. shit about.
1: <laughs> but the story is cool. The story is very cool. The story is cool. cool. really cool. That's the whole romance Absolutely. of get, having Absolutely. one. Absolutely. So, yeah. It even has like 964 cornering lights. And mirrors. And mirrors. And mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. And wheels. So, and it's wheels. Cool. Yeah. It's cool. No, it's totally, it's cool. So I, anyways, Audi is the new Tesla.
0: I think this is... Audi is the new Tesla. It's the same buyer. It's the same demographic. Same yep. And... I don't think anyone's going to come after me about this because those people, like, they're, you like might well, I, they're like, well, I want to argue, but I'm driving a Tesla now. And now I have a model, a model Y. They're not going to argue with you, but they might
1: dox you. So They probably will dox me. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go on Reddit for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what can you do? What so, can you do? I yeah.
0: think we have one last topic. One last topic. Wow. This could have been in a integrated earlier. but Maybe. Uh, no, I don't know. We talked about. So when we went to Radwood. Yes. With a friend of the show, a friend of us, Chris Perkins, we ended up talking about values of cars, values of Porsches, and this kind of stuff. Like long for a longer discussion than I ever have ever been comfortable with, because I do not, yeah. I do not like talking about the values of Porsches, right. 911s, and whatever. Like yeah. that's not what I'm in it for. That's not sure. what I'm interested in. Like same with you. I know it's not like. Uh, it's not like we care that much. It's not like we stress that much or dwell on what things yeah. cost or are worth. But it is obviously like when you're talking about any kind of used uh, or we're talking about any kind of p- performance car, you know, in these eras that we love, and Radwood era and whatever,
1: what things cost just comes up now sure. because of it. Is
0: things are crazy right
1: now. Yeah, and so I mean, it's hard not to notice that at one point in time, this car used to cost twenty five thousand dollars, and now it costs. $100,000. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And so I think we were talking about the 308 being, uh, you know, like it used to be, you know, in the $30,000. Ferrari 308 used to be in the $30,000, yeah. you know, high $30,000. And now they're, they're more. And, you know, and I think Chris made it seem like they took off stratospheric. And it's like, that's a recent thing. Because yeah. I think that that was one of the last – cars to do that you look at the market and i think so we came to the theory that the 964 is kind of the bellwether for the whole industry yeah whereas like that is maybe the the first car to rise and and kind of the indicator for everything else
1: yeah i guess so i mean it is like
0: the craziest prices i'm not saying everything's going to follow that but when 964 is dropping value that's when the whole market is going to tank
1: I would say everything else
0: will tank before I'll that agree with and you. everything I else is going up after. The, that.
1: I think the latter is more true than the first. I it's hard to say. I don't know if like it was an all tides thing, but uh 964s for a while, even like when we were looking at when you were looking at your car and I was looking at my car, I remember seeing 964s for like reasonable prices. And like for some reason I think I in my opinion, they were kind of like they were forgotten in the rise for a moment, and I think that 993s and then impact bumpers went like they those like caught on much sooner. Really? I than think 9, that 6, they 4s. took
0: off. Bef- I think they took off right before.
1: Do you think so? Like I, I, I I just think like 964s like were not because I think I
0: think around that time we're talking like 2015 or 16. Yeah. I think a lot of. I think there were some prominent people that said actually the nine six four is like the best one. It's the most mechanical. It's the sure. most this. And it's I think a lot of people responded to the most to... transitional.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I I guess I don't know. Like I I'm just working off of memory. I just remember seeing like I didn't like the nine six I like the nine six four now. I didn't like it. I go back and forth all the time. Yeah. It's just like the looks are I like the idea of the nine six four. Like it literally is the transitional model between like impact and nine nine three. Like it is has the old body shape, but it has like modern internals and it is it's unique in that way. But then also it's like mid morph in a way. Right because well, the bumpers are protrudy.
0: They're so protrudy. It's it looks so narrow. Yeah. But it's like what about the wide body? Well, they didn't make any of those. They yeah. made like 8. Yeah. And they're yeah. all a million dollars now. Yes. Um yeah, it's it's so narrow looking because it is longer than a G model yeah. because the bumpers protrude, but it is the same width.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to confirm this cuz I like I, yeah, I just remember like 993s and I didn't care for 993s then and now I do, but I do remember those, like, uh, well, they're too expensive, anyway, So yeah. I'm gonna forget about those. And then, like, impact bumpers were like slowly on the rise. And then I just remember 964s just sitting there. They were always worth like about thirty thousand dollars to forty thousand dollars. I don't know about that. So I don't know.
0: I, I mean, I'm sure we could at least find a time frame where that's true. Yeah. We get, we could each find a time frame for that true. But I don't, I don't know. Overall, yeah,
1: I I honestly don't know. But they like,
0: definitely at some point they shot up. And it became like sixty was the medium, and now it is crazy. now they are it's like a hundred. They or something are the for, for like, a Carrera two. It is
1: insane. You look at Bat auction results, and the six figure nine six four C two market is very common now. So long that's as crazy. you have reasonable miles and it's been, it's not trash. It's gonna go for six figures. That's and crazy. And That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what to say other than like, well, those are just, those are gone. I mean, and Singer did probably have like a part in this because they had bought up so many of them. And so they made it a scarce commodity. So it is what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? I do have one more thing.
0: I got a comment on my YouTube. I'm pausing for applause. Hold for applause. Uh, Uh, How
1: much money can you make if you... Uh, enter into this deal with this person if you follow this plan that they are offering you. What? I, th- I, this is a joke on like how like people will comment like hey, you can make nine thousand dollars doing this. I don't this. get those comments. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna start doing that. Okay. Um,
0: so someone commented yes. on my 911 SC controls video, which is a video where it I received kind of, a lot of ire. <laughs> I kind of like joke about how like stupid the interior is laid out yeah, because they just is. literally like added shit wherever and a lot of people were really mad about it and continue to be mad so whenever someone sees it like there's a there is the majority of time i'll get someone and they just bought an sc and they actually looked at this and they're like this was really helpful thank you and it's so cool it makes my day i personally reply to that person i'm like wow you didn't just scream at me for making jokes about the car yeah like you actually took something from it and it's very cool you're making a difference but this one guy he's like he's like i he's like i grew up with like old vw beetles in the 60s and 70s and and so the heating controls made sense to me he's yeah. like i got it cuz i came from that and he's like i was really disappointed to see that porsche would just drill a hole somewhere to like add something instead of you know he's like you know volkswagen would cast a new part or whatever yeah. or they would do something different and i it made me think like it was interesting he's like i guess you know he's like i know they were saving money and you know whatever porsche didn't like, have any money then Exactly, but th- it just just got my the gears turning just thinking about this comment because Porsche didn't have any money. Yeah, but you look at you look at the Porsche nine eleven where it was at. You know, it was almost canceled in seventy nine eighty, and then instead it was kind of a hit. And then you look at the eighties, like it was a cultural icon. Sure, like yeah. the eighties nine eleven was an icon. It was an accidental hit. Yeah, they got money. Yeah, um, for for making the car, but like they put that money into. Developing the nine six four and nine nine three. Yep. And adding more comfort and convenience in things. and things. Yes. And comfort and drivability. Yes. Comfort and drivability. You know, you look at the SC to Carrera shift and that's more comfort, more drivability. You look at the nine thirty, which got a lot more drivability yeah. as the eighties went on, you know, like and I know from uh our friend Jordan, like the the nine thirty got improvements every, almost every year sure. in the eighties. Yeah. To make it more drivable and, and less killy widow yeah let's yeah. let's kill it <laughs> i like that um so it's just an interesting little like thought experiment of just you know they were they were making money yeah. on the car you know they started 79 they had no money 81 they probably had no money but eventually they were making money with the car sure, but yeah. it's like where do you put that money you still have limited funds you've got this car that still has like an expiration date on it maybe not now but maybe in
1: 10 years yeah. or five years you you put the money into, like, the thing that sells the car, and it it was not, like, the a sunroof. dash. Yeah, the sunroof, like, Fun. switch in a logical place, say, right. for instance. Right, yeah. right. You know, VW, you know, in
0: 1967 or whatever, is doing volumes where it's like, we have to make a new die for this. Well, it's like, we have to make a new die every year because we make a, m- f- a million Yeah, we make 500,000 yeah. of them, so we have to make a new die because it's going to wear out yeah. at the end of the model year. So it's yeah. like...
1: It's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. No, that completely makes sense. But I thought that was an interesting yeah. little thing, a little bit of insight. Thank you, making a difference. and I am making a difference. Congratulations on reaching 100 subscribers. Thank you. Yeah. It was
0: a hard journey. <laughs> um, I asked you Kevin... to create uh, 11 accounts yes.
1: on YouTube. Yeah. Um, Mo- most of those have been banned, subscribe. but yes. So, no, Kevin has reached... 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you. This is the first time you've ever said something truthful on the show. Is it? I just (laughs) made up that number, but okay. Yeah. Uh, Broken clock is right twice a day. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways. I think that's it. I think it's a podcast. So thank you for listening. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To all of you who are not like now, like just burnt out skeletons sitting with headphones on. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. And do... Look at our Instagram, at new 96 We Twitter are on Twitter as well. With mostly the same content. Yes. But
0: maybe a couple more retweets. Yeah,
1: if you will. And uh, email us, if you must, at new 96 all spelled out, yep. at Gmail. And that's all we got. That's what we got. Thanks. Bye. Bye.